how do you want to start? I think we should just begin, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, my name is Catherine Wardell. And I am Liz Calandra. And we are your host for, for actors who read. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This okay. is so cute. This is adorable. <laughs> what a cute little business venture. Right. So basically, Liz and I wanted to start a podcast because we would go to class, we would read plays, and we would love talking about them for hours, even after the class was over, just in her living room. And so she came up with this idea about a whole podcast around it, where basically each episode we will discuss a play, and we hope to highlight underrepresented voices and stories. They also just might be our favorite play or what we're currently reading. In this discussion, we're going to dive into plot structure, character breakdowns, themes, you name it, anything that intrigues us, um, and hopefully it'll become your new favorite theater podcast. Yeah, and yeah. I think in going off of like where I kind of had the idea for this podcast, I, as soon as Kat and I became friends and like we started having deep conversations, I just like feel like I manifested the fact that we were going to start a podcast. Like <laughs> I... I I love podcasts. I listen to them all the time. I have my own podcast and Kat was the first guest on my podcast, Say Slay. And we, we were on FaceTime one day and Kat said, Liz, I think we should start a podcast. And I said, well, I have the perfect idea. And I had had this idea for the longest time that I think this is just like the perfect balance for us because we love talking about theater. It's both of our passions in this world. and. I think it's just such a gift that we get to like record ourselves talking about it with your best friend and just kind of put it out there in the universe. Yeah. I also think this will be a great resource because if you are a performer of any sort, it can be so hard finding new material to audition with and just to like practice with. Right. And so I know this can be a great resource for me um, just to be constantly reading new stuff. Right. And from a design perspective, like if you're, if you're a tech person, I know reading the plays isn't always the best part of it, especially if you're specifically like a crew tech person, like you really like board hopping or you're a spot op or you're just a light tech or whatever. It's like reading the play isn't always a part of your process, but if you are a tech person who maybe wants to become a design person or wants to become like a university uh, professor or things like that reading plays become so important and sometimes like in your theater degree you don't learn how to appropriately like analyze a play or really read a play but I do feel like in both of our degree programs that is something that we've really learned how to do like that is a big focus of our degree program huh. and um I think it'll be interesting for us too, coming from like, I did perform, so I do have that performance perspective, but really coming from you, who's like performed and directed a lot and you've stage managed too. So having like those perspectives versus like me, who's like, I really read plays in a design perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, those are two very different ways of analyzing plays. So I think it'll be, we'll have a lot to talk about for sure. Should we let the listeners know who we are, what we do? Yeah, you can go first. Hi, listeners. My name is Catherine Wardell. Um, I'm Elizabeth Condra's best friend. That's all you need to know. Just kidding. Oh, it's a joke. 
I'll be going into my senior year at OSU, Oklahoma State University, which is kind of crazy. I'm double majoring in theater performance and social studies secondary ed. Um, so it's a lot that I balance, but I really want to trade it for the world. I'm really into educational theater and education general theater. Um, in terms of theater, I've performed, I've stage managed, I've directed, I have costume crewed, backstage crew. Yeah, I've, I've done a little bit of everything, but my heart stays in performing. So yeah. Love that. Um, I am Elizabeth Calandra, but you will never hear me referred to as Elizabeth unless it's Kat Wardell saying it. Um, so I am Liz Calandra. I am a recent graduate of Oklahoma State University. I graduated this past May with my Bachelor of Arts degree in theater and a minor in dance. So my love of theater really started with dance and then kind of translated into performing. And then through my Bachelor of Arts degree, since it was a general theater degree, I got the opportunity to, I was a costume stitcher. So I made costumes for a show. I board opt shows. I was in shows. Um, I've choreographed for shows. And so in board opting for a play that we did as one of my requirements for my degree, I ran the soundboard for a show and I immediately fell in love with it. And then I kind of switched my degree plan to be a little bit more towards audio engineering and sound design. And um, that's what I'm pursuing post-grad. I am about to start my post-college career, gross, 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 my post-college career um, at a boarding school up in New Hampshire called Phillips Exeter Academy. I will be their sound designer and audio engineer, as well as teaching some dance classes and like working on some new works up there. Um, I'm so excited for that opportunity. I think it's just like the perfect, the perfect place to start my career after school. And um, yeah, so primarily sound designer, audio engineer, but I still perform a little bit. I performed this summer with Arizona Music Theater Orchestra and um, so yeah, I perform a little bit, but sound design and audio engineering is really my passion. So. so listener, you can tell that Liz and I have a lot of different perspectives when it comes to theater. We also approach text widely differently and from very different yeah. angles. Um, also, theater is like the biggest thing we bonded over. It's what made us, I mean, it's what allowed us to become best friends. So this is perfect. And like you heard, I am still in Oklahoma. She will be in New Hampshire. So selfishly, this is just a way we get to talk every week. And I'm <laughs> excited. Yeah, I think also I just recorded an episode of Say Slay. And I plugged Actors Who Read at the end of the episode since I knew that this was going to be coming out around when that episode comes out. And um, I said something in it. I was like, you might think that like, this is just two best friends who like are going to think the same way talking about plays. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like we might just agree on everything, but let me prepare you all. That is not going to happen like in the slightest. Yeah. We, we have a class at Oklahoma State University called Diverse American Drama. Which is basically what this whole podcast is. <laughs> yeah. Which is basically what this entire podcast is. That class is framed to like the professor purposefully picks 
controversial plays written by underrepresented voices. And then you are sitting in a room with 20 other people and you voice your opinions about it, about all these controversial plays. And it's like a safe space to really voice your opinions and learn how to communicate about controversial opinions in a healthy way, because that's what theater is all about. Theater is about being able to collaborate to tell these controversial stories that need to be told. And Kat and I were raised completely different. Like we come from two completely different backgrounds, which means that we do approach these things, reading these different like stories very differently. And we have very different opinions about it. And I think that is why we became best friends because we've never like fought over it. Like I would never fight with Kat over her opinion of a play because theater isn't put out there for everyone to feel the same thing. Everyone feels something different about it. And the reason we're best friends and we wanted to start this podcast is because I think this would really allow people to see how to communicate and collaborate healthily about plays that are kind of hard to talk about. Cause let's be honest, guys, theater is hard to talk about sometimes. Yeah. Good theater is controversial. It's yeah. pressing boundaries. It's written at times where people don't have any hope. You right. know? And so the best theater you will find is going to be hard to talk about. Um, you might be in a catharsis and it should leave you changed then before you read it. So get ready to come along the journey with us. Um, so listener, I know you're probably like, okay, uh, what's your first play? We're going to tell you. So the way the structure of this is going to work is each episode is going to be about a different play. So at the end of every episode, we'll let you know what the next play is. If you want to read it yourself, um, there's going to be links on the Instagram for you to go purchase the play from the website and read it for yourself, like I said. But if you don't want to read it, that's okay. We're going to give you a summary every episode so you will know exactly what it's about. And then maybe you will want to go read it and dive deeper into the text. So. Our first play, this is actually so fitting because our professor who taught the class sent us this play because he Correct. wanted us to do it. Right. I didn't even think about that. Long story short, we'll get into that in the next episode. But super cute play. It's called Cry It Out by Molly Smith Metzler. Uh, and you can buy it at Traumatic Publishing. We'll put the links where they need to go. Right. So this is a play that we both have read before. Oh, that's the other thing. Even if we have read the play a year ago, months ago, if we've been in the play, whatever, Kat and I will be rereading the play for each episode. So it's going to be fresh in our brains. And just so everyone knows, we are going to be reading it completely separately, taking completely separate notes. And even though we talk every day, we are not going to talk about it until we get on that episode. Like everything will be fresh to talk about just for you guys. And so, uh, but we have both read this play and I think we can talk a little bit about why we chose to do this play first. Okay, because we haven't talked about that. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so like Kat said, we started this podcast because we loved the class Diverse American Drama, which is taught by a professor who really helped us throughout our college careers, Dr. Andrew Kimbrough. And he is the definition of a dramaturg, I would say. <laughs> like he is, he is so into like the history of plays. And um, 
he Which really obviously right up my alley because right. we had social studies right not right it. up my alley but I found a love for it through college and um he really loves students who care a lot about the schoolwork we're doing and Kat and I are students first I would say like we love <laughs> to learn we love learning and we care so much about learning. And when we're learning something, we really put our all into it. So that's what we did in his classes, which were the more academic classes of our degree. And so he found this, he has read probably millions of plays. Yeah. Like I, like he is an encyclopedia of plays and he sent us this, of everything. yeah, he sent us this play, cry it out. And he was like, I think you guys should do it. Like you guys should perform this play and we were we sat down and we read it and Kat was like I love it so much I think we should perform it and I wasn't really in my performance hat at the time and I said to her I was like I don't think we could do this justice at this stage in our life because it is primarily about mothers and mothers are very important to us we're both very close to our mothers and I was like if we're going to tell this story I don't think the headspace I'm at right now I could portray this story well, but I still love the play. I have an intense love for the play. And um, so when we were talking about what the first play was, how fitting that it's some Dr. Kimbrough sent it to us. And also it's a play that is about best friends. It's about two best friends, really. It feels perfect. It's about friendship. It's about isolation. It's about motherhood. It's about new chapters in your life um, and dealing with all the things that come with, you know, being a mom. Like Liz said, we both have very close relationships with our mom. They're very different. Yes. um, My mom is one of the most important people in my life. So I really resonated reading this play about young mothers and hearing, Mm -hmm. you know, what their journey could be like also if you read it and as you get to know us the two main characters are exactly like me and Liz (laughs) it would have been so perfect if we would have done it but I respect the decision obviously and I think we definitely will do it someday oh 100% I think like if this podcast is still happening five years from now when it is still happening when it is still happening five years from now like I think it'll be so funny because we'll probably be talking about how we're renting out a theater space to put on this show. Right. <laughs> Cause like I could, so I, I genuinely just think getting a little personal, but I genuinely just think because in this stage of my life, I have no intention of being a mother. Right. That, and it's not to say I can't play a mom in a show, but I think listeners, if you read this specific play, you have to go the depth you have to go into being a mother where I'm at right now as a 22 year old, I could not do it justice. And I'm not the type of person who just does a role to do a role, especially when this would have, this show means so much to us and I wouldn't want to do it poorly. So that's just a little taste of cry it out. Even if you're, if this play doesn't sound super intriguing, if you're like, I don't ever want to be a parent or whatever, I'm sure you know a mom in your life. And I think this could give you some empathy into their life. So I really encourage you to check it out. I think too, 
it spreads so much more than motherhood. Right. I think you really hit the nail on the head when it talks about isolation. Like if you've ever started a new chapter of your life and you really feel alone and you've found that like one person that makes you not feel alone, like this is a play for you. Like it's just, it's a really beautiful play. It's a really well-written, beautiful play. And I, uh, we're so excited to talk about it. And I really encourage everyone to read it. It's a really, really great play. All right, everyone, that concludes this trailer episode of Actors Who Read. Our first full-length episode on the play Cry It Out will be coming out July 17th. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. If you want updates on our podcast and little behind-the-scenes footage of, like, editing and different stuff, Kat's really good at social media, hence why she's in charge of the social media. Um, Follow us at Actors Who Read. Both of our personal Instagrams will be tagged on there too. So if you want to see what's going on in our lives, feel free to follow us individually as well. Yeah. Um, Comment below if you have any play suggestions. I kind of like it ending with like our funny banter. Right. You know, like how we started the episode. Right. I think it's natural. I think it's funny. I think it's what we're doing. Okay, cool. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I could probably just edit this last clip and end it.